In January, a giant Chinese balloon drifted for days over American and Canadian airspace before it was shot down earlier this month off the South Carolina coast. Oh, here we go. The other side of everything else. Mm, yeah. Got a new intro there. Got to thank my brother-in-law, uh, Charles Baker, for that. Uh, last night he just sent, had a little time, he said, and he made that up, sent, if I wanted to use it, and uh, I like it. I hope you like it. So gives me a little intro I can use, a little outro I can use. So uh, thank him for that. Uh, but uh did the code open there with uh, the UFO news, you know, the... Uh, the Chinese spy balloon, there's been four of them to my, I got my count right, that's been shot down now. Uh, that one there went all the way across the United States. Uh, then one got shot down in Alaska, and then one got shot down uh, coordinating with uh, Canada's on her way to the United States. Got shot down over uh, in Canada, and then there was a fourth one that got shot down somewhere in through there too. Uh, so it's been a busy weekend for uh, people flying balloons and uh, drones and whatnot. I don't know what's all got to do with what. Could, but, hey, we were warned. We were warned way back in the 80s. If you forget what I'm talking about, uh, at least we forget this. That's 99 left balloons. To my count, we've done four. So there's 95 more to go. So we'll see how all that goes out. Uh, of course, I still uh, stand by my theory from the last episode. Uh, I don't know how people feel about this theory. Listen to what he says. I missed you. No one wants to play with the clown anymore. Nobody wants to play with the clown. Are they talking hey, about with me, would you? Biden administration? How about Street Fighter? Oh, yes, you like that one, don't you? Oh, maybe. Loser the Earth. Oh, you wouldn't want anyone to be truthful, would you? But yeah. you wouldn't want anyone to know what you're hiding. You wouldn't want anyone to know what you're hiding. Huh? Huh? I, I'm just, it's, it's a couple of theories right there. Uh, my kid posted something interesting. Uh, I think it's from Japan uh, or something. They had uh, something uh, posted about uh, World War II where they were flying balloons over. But, uh, but anyway, what I'm trying to do here on the other side of everything else is uh, I'm trying to find a balance, you know, because it's going to be music, basically. It's always been around the music, but I named it everything, uh, you know, the other side of everything else so I could venture into other things because I didn't know uh, where Rejected Reality was going to be at. That was my other podcast I had with Sean. Uh, I still don't know where that's going. Uh, 
he said he's building a podcast room. Uh, I don't know if that means he's going to do something on his own or if uh, he's wanting to try to do a remote and get that going again. Uh, but uh, but that's that's kind of all on uh, his side of it. See how things go. Uh, however it goes, it'd be fine because I, I think with my format I'm going to do now, I'm kind of uh, found my footing, and I'll probably do a little throw a little humor or something uh, on the, some of the current events, such as the balloon incident, the UFO as we're calling it now, the unidentified flying objects now. But uh, I think they have rolled out extraterrestrial, but uh, I don't know if aliens is rolled out because they got uh, illegal aliens coming over from both borders, and why not the sky? Why not? Huh? But uh, you see, I'm uh, representing Judas Priest today because uh, it is Valentine's Day. So let's not forget the great love songs of Judas Priest, you know, like Love Bites. The breakup songs, like Heads Are Gonna Row. That's both from the Defenders of the Faith. Uh, anyway, uh, that's kind of what I'm doing on this show. Uh, we got that. Uh, uh, and I'm going to branch off into, uh, I'm going to do the kind of the anti-Valentine's Day, uh, I believe. Uh, uh, I was thinking I, I could do the ballads or, or, or the, you know, the, the great songs, you know, that, uh, or do songs that you may not be aware of, like Anytime by uh, Macaulay Schenker Group, uh, uh, one of the great ballads or love songs or whatever. Uh, see Bruce is chiming in down there. But uh, I decided to go the other way. Uh, I could have went "Love Stinks" by Jake Owl's band. Great song, you know. Uh, so I picked some, and I know you will recognize some that you may not recognize, and uh, some you may be offended by. But we'll see. But I do got some other current news because uh, the Super Bowl did happen Sunday. And uh, <clears throat> I did watch it. I did take a break and watch a little Young Rock. But uh, I did watch the halftime show. And uh, it was Rihanna. And uh, it's not my thing. I'm not going to, uh, you know, dog it or, or put it down or anything. Because that's just, that's not really my scene, my music. Uh, I can appreciate some of it. Uh, she's just got a decent voice, even though she was lip syncing. I mean, uh, but uh, but that's okay because... Uh, hip hop and that stuff usually don't sound great live. I would be interested to see how it sounded live because uh, a lot of people don't know, but Nuno Betancourt from Extreme is her guitarist and he's been playing with her since 2009. I've seen an interview of him one time and he's talking about, you know, Rihanna is kind of his money gig, his big money gig. And then Extreme, you know, they got back together. I've seen him a few times on Monsters of Rock Cruise and, uh, uh, I think it was the Monster of the Mountain uh, one of these last few times, uh, which I, the, the status of Monster of the Mountain is not looking good. They still not uh, made any kind of announcements yet, and uh, all the summer uh, concerts have been announced, so uh, uh, it's not really looking like that's happening. So uh, I urge people, if you're waiting to find out what's happening there, probably go ahead and just look into other things, and I wouldn't wait. It's because it'd be their own fault if they waited and not at least gave a these are the dates, you know, because um, that, those kind of things, they can just give you the dates and mouse, announce the bands later because they got a reputation, you know, it's going to be pretty good bands. It's more about the scene. 
that kind of thing, you know. But so it's not looking good for that. But uh, back to Nuno. Uh, I couldn't find any good Super Bowl footage. He did get a little. Uh, when it went across the band, you could see Nuno there. And that's what clicked to me and reminded me, oh, yeah, I forgot he plays with Rihanna, too. So he did get a little uh, stage time. So that's kind of cool. But uh, so I did find this little thing here. So that Nuno does play with Rihanna. I think it's from like 2008. The thing about Nuno is he looks, still looks like that. And that's what he looked like in the 80s. But anyway, I was just uh, showing you Nuno Betancourt was at the Super Bowl on stage. Uh, like I said, I wasn't impressed with the Rihanna thing. Even the choreography w didn't seem all that great to me, but like I said, it's not my scene. Uh, but the, what they dressed up as, I don't, I didn't quite get that. Uh, but uh, but it was a good game. Uh, it was exciting. It was close. Uh, looked like it's going down to the wire. You know, some people, you know, say the refs made some bad calls, but I mean, don't we say that about every game we watch? So, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have a dog in the fight. Uh, I usually follow the Colts, uh, the Bengals. I mean, I don't I don't really follow a lot of it, but then if I do, that's what I do follow. But anyway, I thought it was cool they did recognize uh, the Bengals' uh, medical staff there. Uh, let them come and recognize them for uh, saving a, a life at a football game. And I, I'm sorry I'm blank on the guy's name, but... But... Anyway, uh, it was a decent Super Bowl, I thought. Some uh, decent commercials. Uh, it's been lacking the last few years. But anyway, let's get into the music. We're on the other side of everything else. It's, uh, it's always about the music. Uh, so uh, the first breakup song. Let's call them the breakup songs for Valentine's Day. Most people are going to break up after Valentine's Day. Well, one back to the Super Bowl. Chris Stapleton. That's probably the best uh, national anthem I've heard at the Super Bowl, at least in recent memory, at any event in recent memory. Uh, I mean, it was an incredible rendition. I really enjoyed that. And uh, and then I got uh, shots of, uh, you know, teens and, and a lot of my tears in their eyes. And and that, that was just good to see there. So I do want to mention that. So anyway... First on the list, we got matters. Love hurts. Love that guitar. Dan McCaffrey's voice. Which people don't know it. I want to hear him sing. If people don't know. Uh, Dan McCafferty, original singer for Natters, uh, rest in peace. That was Axl Rose's big influence. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, it's not, and then it's not an original Nathers song. I didn't know that for years and years, you know, probably the last couple of decades is whenever I learned, uh, it was originally an Everly Brothers song, which I'm an Everly Brothers fan. I love the Everly Brothers, which another... 
after wall fact, uh, Axel was married to one of the Everly Brothers' uh, daughters. So that's kind of a wild six degrees connecting the dots kind of thing. But uh, but anyway, uh, that's one of my favorite uh, songs, period. Uh, and Nather's got the best version of it. Triumph's got a version of it that's not all that great. I mean, it's, it's okay because it's a good song, so it's always going to be good. But, uh, but Nathers, man, they just nail it. And, uh, in fact, uh, I write lyrics, uh, and I'm, I'm getting into more songwriting. been practicing the guitar a little bit more lately or playing a little bit more. Uh, and uh, I'd like to get back into some songwriting. Uh, I know some people that's read my lyrics, they've always loved them, but, I mean, you don't know who's being totally honest there, but uh, I think they are because I've had people also tell me, nah, that, that's kind of lacking, or you've done that, you know, or kind of kept me on my toes. So I appreciate all that. I appreciate any honest feedback. I appreciate it on the podcast if you got honest feedback. If you got your own list of uh, heartbreak songs uh, or love songs or ballads or whatever, I'd love to hear about them. Uh, maybe we can get in more into the love song thing, you know. But, uh, but the thing about the Love Hurts, uh, I'm trying to get to a story here. I would say I'm going to get to it quickly, but I've already not done that. So, But here goes the story. Uh, I, I don't know how old I was. The song came out like in, what, 76 or 74 or something like that. And uh, all I remember is I was very young. I would say I was probably about 9 or 10, so it's probably been in, in a little bit later than 76 or or maybe I was a little bit younger. I think I started writing songs like a sixth grade. So if I do the math see old, I would be in sixth grade. But uh, we were going to a place called Hardy Lake, Hardy Lake Beach. That's when it was uh, thriving. That's where everybody went in the summertime. It was always packed. And uh, I believe my sister was driving. And they were going to drop us off by the sidewalk so we don't have to walk across with our bare feet on the because we didn't everybody didn't wear flip-flops back then i don't know i don't know about the flip-flop thing and all that i never was big in flip-flops i never did like it but uh we just went barefooted so she'd always drop us off up where we wouldn't have to walk across the hot concrete but that song came on but what caught my attention was the dj the dj said here's a song by nazareth they say if you're going through a breakup this song is guaranteed to make you cry. And then the song was planned, and she was going to drop us off. And I go, no, I'll just walk. And I hate walking across hot concrete, gravel, anything barefooted. I mean, I still do. And uh, But no, I wanted to hear the song. I wanted to hear the song that's going to make people cry. And even when she parked, I think I might have sat in the car, or maybe I caught this in. I can't remember that really there, because I'm young and a lot of times when you're young your memory is more about what people's telling you that you were the story and then you kind of visualize it and you feel like it's your memory but but this is my memory uh at least you know the gist of it but uh but anyway my thought after i listened to that song was i want to write songs that's going to make people cry i want to i want to write songs that's going to make people feel emotion what a powerful thing that is, you know, make people feel something. So that's why that song made it to my list there. 
and uh, and I could have went on with a lot of other songs just like that, you know, just like uh, Every Rose Has Its Thorn, you know, is a great uh, breakup song, and uh, it kind of says it all. Uh, you know, To Be With You was uh, by Mr. Big is a great, uh, you know, song, you know, let, you know, let me be the one kind of thing. Uh, now, now I'm going into Richie Cotson. There's a little segue there because Richie Cotson, he did play with Mr. Big uh, for a couple of years in the late 90s and uh, a couple of albums and uh, not that one, but uh, and then you heard me talk about Winery Dogs, which I just got my physical copy. I left it downstairs. I want to show it. Eh, I'm not stopping now. But uh, anyway, you have the Winery Dogs. It's uh, got that, but uh, Richie Cotson, he's a... Uh, he does so many albums with so many different styles, and uh, he's got one called the Black Album. I think it's the Black Album, something like that. And it's more just uh, raw emotion. And he's got a song called "You Can't Save Me," and uh, this is this is why I always mark my uh, podcast as explicit, even though sometimes you're like, "Well, there's nothing explicit about it." This is why I always mark it this way because this is the one that could offend somebody. If you, if you get offended by the F word, maybe just skip across this song or whatever. But the raw emotion of this song is just amazing. And it just makes you, especially if you're angry, you put that song on there and you go, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So with further ado, let's jump in here. So my soul, just so I and in depression so said save them oh it's beyond the point of that you just know it so yeah he was just over it all right there so i mean uh, that's about as far anti-valentine's day you could probably get so you know all the lovers out there apologize because i'm one very happy with my wife happy valentine's day to amanda she's beautiful i think you can see her in the picture right back in there you can see her right back there. I was pointing at the screen for one of you. <laughs> right back there. But anyway, yeah, it's a powerful song. Uh, but now let's get to the next one. Uh, I'm doing like a top five here, which is, I could go in here and do another five probably. But uh, this song here always spoke to me as soon as it came out too. Uh, about the choir boys when they first came out they were known by the london choir boys i put this song on before uh when i was talking about them because there's 
two factions of the Choir Boys now. One with Spike the singer and some of the original members and then some of the guys that's been with them for the last 20 years. But, uh, but, uh, and I, I tend to go with the original, but, you know, everybody's making a living and, uh, we'll see how that plays out. But anyway, the Choir Boys, this right here, uh, my wife's already figured out what song it is as soon as I said it. Uh, there's a scene in Peacemaker, you know, the John Cena TV series. Uh, we played the superhero Peacemaker, and there's a fight scene to this song that I highly recommend. It's a great fight scene, especially to a ballad. But this song here is called uh, I, Keep, I Don't Love You Anymore, which is probably the if you're going through something and you're trying to talk to them, and then the words that come out of their mouth is, I don't love you anymore. I mean, you get the lump in your throat, your heart just falls down, falls down to your stomach. And I, I could have cried, I could have cried. And she said, Well, I don't love you anymore. I was slain and shown the door in a room here. Don't look to me for help All the pain is with yourself All the blame is with yourself I love playing that on guitar too It's such a, it's an easy song to strum to I can, uh, One of the hard things for me is playing and singing at the same time And uh, I, I can almost do it with that song but uh, but the lyrics is what really gets you, and, and the uh, conviction that Spike sings it with. Uh, Choir Boys is one of the most underrated bands, uh, at least over here in the United States. Uh, they do pretty good over in the UK and Europe, but um, they get, they get a good response on the Monsters of Rock cruise too, though. So. Which that's coming up in April, uh, so anybody's going, you know, uh, going to miss you. I wish I was going again, but uh. So I gotta take a little break, gotta kinda see how things are going uh, around here. Uh, excited for summer. Uh, we're already making some plans, uh, looking at stuff we're gonna do, building stuff up, uh, you know, uh, with the yard, and we'll make our own little garden because everything's so expensive. So maybe we can save a little money making our own little garden. But, uh, but anyway, I could have cried, I could have cried. And she said, I don't love you anymore. How much more sad do you get on that one? Oh, but here on the, the next uh, band, the song we're going to, is a band called Taketo. Speaking of the Monsters Rock Cruise, it's one of the things. Uh, I remember the band Taketo, but when they announced the Monsters Rock Cruise, I always go and I, I kind of explore. And I start looking at these bands and I start listening. And uh, before I even could get to it, I know my friend Joey, he was like, have you listened to Taketo and all this? Darn? So the guy could sing for Journey, you know, and he does. He's got an incredible voice. He still does. And uh, I started thinking, you know, because I got a song called Forever Young, which had been their kind of MTV hit, you know, that people might recognize, you know. But uh, but they put some albums out in the last few years, and I got one called Dig In Deep, which could be my favorite Taketo album. says a lot if you go back to the original ones. You know, Strength in Numbers is a good good one. But uh, digging deep, you know, and uh, it's got a song on there that's kind of the, it's kind of one of those uh, fuck you songs, like uh, the Richie Cotson songs, and uh, well, it's called Hope It Hurts. I can't- 
You think it's over, then you hear him again. Brings it all back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you try to wish. It's almost like when uh, you quit a company and then they wish you well on your future endeavor. Really, what they're saying is, well, I hope it hurts, and I hope you fail. Good luck. Anyway, we're coming to the end. we got one more. And I, there's so many ways I could have went, so many things I could have done, you know. But uh, but then you got one that's uh, he's really the ultimate singer. Has been since he came out. He was at the beginning of rock and roll. And it's, well, if you haven't guessed, it's Elvis Presley. Probably still the greatest singer ever, but it was the greatest charismatic uh, stage presence up there. I mean, the guy can, I love when you on some of the comeback special, I think it was, whenever he, he messes up and the audience just laughs with him. And uh, he's got the, the ultimate heartbreak hotel. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that heartbreak hotel. Well, I'm, I'll be just a lonely baby. Well, I'm so lonely. I'll be just so lonely. How could you not be sad if you're going to be so lonely you can die? He don't say, I'm so lonely I could live. And then he sings it, that velvet voice, the velvet Elvis. I don't know, he's just always one of my favorites. I don't know if the grandkids are ever going to really know who he is, but hopefully they keep memories of uh, me playing it and dancing with them to it and all that. So anyway, that is my top five picks uh, as of now. Anyway, we could have more. Uh, interested to see what you guys think. You got any top songs that you would have put in there? I mean, these is this is that. And let's do the point and counterpoint. What for every breakup song? What's the happy? Like I mentioned, uh, Macaulay Schenker group with Anytime. Great lyrics and vocals there. And uh, of course, it's Michael Schenker on guitar. You can't get much better than Michael Schenker. Uh, I mean, there's just so many ways you can go with this kind of stuff. Go with, you know, Sammy Hagar, Standing Hand, one of the greatest albums of all time. What about um, I'll Fall in Love Again, the comeback song? So many ways. This was my five. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this five. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm learning a, a kind of a format for my uh, other side of everything else. And, uh, Let's see if we can come up with, I'd like to throw a little uh, current event or whatever in there. There's a couple in there with the noose there and the, the UFO and the balloon and all that stuff. I'd like to put a little 
spin on it there, my own little take, and uh, but hey, that's all I got this week. And just remember, when you are looking for everything else, it might be on the other side. So you got to look on the other side for everything else. That's all I got. And until next time, stay safe. Love the one you're with. And be with the one you love. This is the Valentine's Day. The poet Elvis. Valentine's Day special. This is Valentine's Day. Hope you have a good one. Hope you have a good rest of your week, rest of your month, rest of your life. And I'll see you on the other side.